Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to You Are Not Alone. I am spiritual medium Erica Gabriel. This show is intended to bring expansion, understanding, and growth on our spiritual paths and journeys. This is a safe place to explore all things spiritual and beyond. Please remember, I am not a licensed therapist or medical doctor. Seek immediate professional help if you need mental health or physical health support. Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome. Welcome to You Are Not Alone. This is my live recording of You Are Not Alone, my podcast. I am so happy to see you guys. Hello, hello, hello. So for those tuning in on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever, this is a live recording of You Are Not Alone. So there are people joining me on Instagram right now. They're going to write in questions and thoughts and things that they want me to talk about. And um, people also wrote me questions earlier of topics or things they wanted me to talk about. So if you're tuning in after the fact, um, this is this is live. And I really, really have been wanting to do that for a long time. And maybe there'll be more if we love it. But um, I wanted to do a live podcast because the way that spirit works is so beautiful and will really bring through messages and answer questions that will help and serve the highest number of people. So to do that in a live setting, it's like, what is happening in the collective consciousness right now? What do people need to hear right now at this time? And also I'm doing a live because I can't edit this. This is live, baby. We're doing it. And, and it's recording right now. And for those listening or on Facebook Live, I know a lot of you listen to this show. So welcome. I love you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And um, I wrote down, it was funny, I was sitting down to go live. And then I'm like, oh shit, my, the questions that you guys sent me are on the phone. And I can't look at them while like previously, you know, ask questions while I'm recording live, live, right? So I wrote them down. So I have some initial questions right now. And I'm also going to just answer them live as we go, because, you know, also hearing how spirit works in the moment, hearing the things that spirit points to or what they choose to to answer is also a really amazing thing. So know that I've been reading all day. Um, I am super grounded. I've been with my guides all day. 
and I'm excited to do this live. So I'm just starting to read some of your questions right now. Someone wrote in, then I'll get to the questions that you guys wrote in earlier. Someone wrote, uh, should I make the jump to be a manager at work? And it was so cool because sometimes these types of questions actually in lives, I don't respond to that much because the message that I'll get from my guides is we're going to pick the messages that go to the highest amount of people, the collective consciousness, right? So sometimes there aren't these individual readings, but you brought that question, should I make the jump to be a manager at my work? And I'm like, what does Erica know? Erica has to follow spirit. And, you know, spirit was just like emphatically big green light. Hell yes. So there you go. Hogtown forever. That's their handle. Yes. Make the jump. It's not such a big jump. It's not such a big jump. You're you're primed and ripe and ready for that job. So don't overthink it. I know that's really hard to do, but don't take it too seriously. You've done your dues. You've done your duty. Let's go. If not you, then who? So go for it for sure. Good. Okay. So yes, for everyone just joining in, I am currently recording my podcast. I wonder if I'll screw up the live. If, hold on. Let me show you what I'm doing here. Here's the podcast. Um and I'm also on Instagram Live. That's for anyone joining in. And those who are listening to the podcast, you're hearing me say that uh, probably a couple times uh, throughout this live. So let me tell you some of the questions that I got earlier. And guys, whoever is just joining, just write in questions and I'm going to answer them live right now. So someone wrote in a question and I wrote it down. So basically they said they are looking to study a new spiritual modality. And what should that modality be? So I got kind of a surprising answer from Spirit when I read that and looked at their handle. What your guides told me to tell you was that in order to move on to new modalities and to um, bringing in more spiritual information than you already have, there is a key step to unlocking some more space and some deeper understanding for you. And it's not found in a spiritual modality. So what they told me to tell you was forgiveness. That is the next step on your spiritual path. The resentment, the victimhood, the the resentment that you have, the next step is actually forgiveness, which is one of the hardest things in the world to do. But that is what is essential to you, my friend, to move on and to move on on your spiritual path. And that without that, no modality is really going to build you in the way that you need. The thing with forgiveness is you don't even have to tell the person you're forgiving them. You do it within your own self, within your own soul, within your own spirit. You unhook yourself from the toxic chains of anger and resentment. So if you want a new modality, your modality is forgiveness. Okay. Good. So that was a really interesting question to me. And let's see, we have more people writing in. There's just so many awesome, amazing questions. So a question that I'm getting here on Instagram and a question that I got um, written to me earlier, here it is. Devastating breakup. Still feel like we are meant to be. How do I move on? Okay. So here's the thing, and, and this this was my answer to that person and other people that are asking about uh, breakups. Sometimes 
our connection to someone can be so profound and so deep and so powerful. So I'm not saying that you're wrong. You know, when people are like, well, if it's meant to be, it will be. And it's not meant to be. So bleh. And you're like, uh, okay, so what am I supposed to do with all of this that I'm feeling? I think it can be extremely, um, oh, I hate this term. Can you guys forgive me if I say it? Will you guys forgive me if I say spiritual gaslighting? I'm so sick of the word gaslighting. I It's literally banned from our home. Um, but yeah, it can be like that. It's like, I get that if it's not meant to be, that it's not going to happen, but what about everything I'm feeling? What about that powerful connection? What about the love? What about all these things that I felt? How could that not be meant to be? So first of all, you are validated. It doesn't mean it was all fake. You know, sometimes we ask after a breakup, oh my God, was I just, is this all just a facade? Was this all fake? Was any of it real? Of course it is. And many times we feel soul connection, past life connection, really, really intense connections to someone, right? It doesn't mean it's fake. It just means it wasn't in for the longevity and to ride with you through the other parts of your life. And that can be so utterly and completely painful. And we don't always understand why. We're like, why? We had so much. Why? Why can't it work? And asking why and railing against the why will only prolong your healing. And it's the most frustrating thing to hear. But truly, guys, if you move through this trauma and this healing, the place that you're going to get to, you're going to be a different person. You're going to have different energy. And that person will align with the person you're meant to be with. Isn't that painful? I know it's so painful. And I'm sorry. I know, I know that hurts. Also, if you're meant to be, you both have to feel that way. I'm going to say that again. If it's meant to be, you're both supposed to feel that way, not just one of you, which is also very painful. And then they go, well, but I know they love me and we had so many things and they loved me so much. And I know it's just their childhood trauma or their issues or their, and it's like all well and good but they still don't feel it for whatever, wherever they are in their soul's path, which you can't activate or change, they do not feel the same. And it is so painful. The only way out is through and it will get better. It will get better. Oh my God, heartbreak. Jeez. I mean, I know what heartbreak feels like. It is devastating, but you will come out the other side. And um, how to move on. Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways. This whole podcast, should I do a podcast on love? I mean, I've talked about it in the past. I definitely need to do a whole podcast on love. But please know all is well and that you are on your way to completely shifting your energy in a way that will absolutely align you with the right person who also thinks that you are meant to be. Okay, um, good. Let's see. Let's see more questions. Um, Oh, this was interesting. Someone wrote in earlier today. Um, ooh, I have to write that one down. Hold on. Someone's on the live asking about relationship with food. Hold on. Let me write that down. Okay. So someone wrote in, they are having trouble shaking a negative mediumship reading. They had a reading with someone. They said all kinds of shit they didn't like. And they're really having trouble shaking that. Yeah, this is tough. Um, 
first and foremost, even if they said something that maybe was on point or accurate, if your soul and your energy is not ready to hear that, you know, that shouldn't necessarily come through for them. But sometimes we hear things in readings that we can't process at that moment, but we will be able to shift and process in time. So I've had people call me and be like, I thought you were a crazy person. I had no fucking clue what you were talking about in that reading. And now, you know, three months later, everything's making sense. So sometimes that happens. That being said, if you got a reading and you don't like what you heard, you must let it go. You can picture it like a like a bubble of thought and you're going to say, no, thank you. I reject this energy. I reject these words. I reject this information. No, thank you. Listen, we think hundreds and hundreds of thoughts every single day. You don't have to align yourself with every single thought or every single thing you hear. So part of what I think is happening for this person is that this lesson for them was about healing or uh, uh, excuse me, about, yes, about healing their relationship with trusting themselves and their own power. And I mean that in a good way, not in a negative way. So as they tune in and continue to work on feeling aligned with their own power and their own ability to create boundaries and their own ability to trust themselves, as they continue to tune into that, they will have an easier time to reject information that they feel is toxic. So Go further in your relationship to yourself, trusting yourself, work on and activate and learn tools that you can work with that create boundaries and use this, use this situation or this um, experience as a way to learn and to evolve and to begin to activate these kind of boundaries and this internal power. So I don't necessarily think it was a bad reading because you're being pushed. Of course, I wasn't there during the reading. It could have been shit-tastic. I don't know. I don't know. But the idea is um, really this may be the lesson you needed and it will help you activate your, your faith in yourself and your own power. I hope that answers the question. How's everyone doing on live here? I got to look at your questions. I was going through the earlier questions. Let me look at your questions. How is everyone doing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, excuse me. Um, good. So someone wrote in, let's see, I've been reading cards for myself and a couple family members for some time. I did readings for my coworkers for the first time last month. It was awesome. How can I better hone in on my skills? Okay, let's see her handle. Good. So hold on. Yeah. So for this person, um, underscore Chelsea Y Pep, Chelsea Pep. Is that it? Um, so for you, yeah. So so activating those skills are, I would say, the tarot. Uh, you said reading cards. So I don't know if they're tarot. But I would say those are kind of, uh, if you're wanting to grow the connection, the cards are the cherry on top, right? So work on activating your own connection with your spirit guides and with your inner voice. Find tools, schools, books, whatever you can to work on skills, to listening to your guides, to connecting with your guides, to your own inner magic. Connect with that and let the cards be a support to you. It's kind of like, you know, when you ski and you have poles and they're like, you don't even need the poles. Don't lean on them. They're just like stabilizers. You know what I mean? That's how I see cards for you. So work on activating your own intuitive voice and your relationship with your guides and then 
it's definitely going to be more activated and more connected. Okay. Okay. I'm just reading guys. So anyone listening in that's not on this live, um, I'm just kind of going through and reading uh, questions. Good. Okay, good. This is a very good question. Missing a friend who used to send signs regularly. Do loved ones take breaks from connecting? Do you see the sign she used to send? Okay. So basically what they're asking is, I used to see a lot of signs and I know a lot of you can relate to this. So people will write me or in a reading and say like, oh my gosh, I used to dream of my dad every night and now I never see him. Or I used to always get this song on the radio and now that never happens or, right? So it does not mean that they're not with you. What I see a lot is there's a lot of connection right after the person crosses over. So there's, you know, you see them in dreams, you know, your lights flicker, you see lots of signs, it's just everywhere. And then it does, it kind of decreases. So maybe there's still a sign, you know, you're you're kind of like, you know, the, the feeling kind of decreased, but I still see pennies everywhere or the feeling decreased a little bit, but I, you know, I still see a, a red cardinal everywhere or whatever it may be. So this doesn't mean they're any less with you. This just means that their energy is elevating and shifting and changing. So you're being called to go into your heart center, into your memories of them, into your own intuition to connect with them on a deeper level, not an earthly level, which is why people are very, people are so into seeing outward signs of their loved ones, which totally makes sense, not negative. But one of the most powerful ways to connect with your loved ones is through your memories through your thoughts of them, through pictures of them, you know, through those things. That is where you're going to get the deepest connection. But then when we go in deep, we're like, wait, is this them? Is this me? I want to sign your sign. And you don't always get those outward signs. So search for your signs within. Search for your signs within your own spirit, within your own thoughts, your own memories. You know, they are a lot of times they are connecting with us psychically and mentally. So take those as signs as well. Okay. Does that make sense, guys? Send me hearts if I'm making sense to you. So anyone listening uh, just on the podcast, you know, on, on Instagram Live, you can hit these buttons that are like hearts and they kind of fly up um, as I'm reading. And then I know people are with me. Okay, cool. Um, so an earlier question, and someone's writing it on here as well, is um, can the astral realm be scary? I, to be totally honest with you, I don't know exactly what the definition of astral realm is. Um, so I'm going to guess that it is kind of, I guess it's spirit, right? Is that what that person meant? The astral realm, the other side, um, connecting in spirit. Here's what I will tell you. When you are untrained, when you are just starting out or when you have not established your connection with your white light guides, when you have not established your connection with yourself and your trust in yourself, going into spirit just like a sitting duck with no tools of managing your energy, no tools of um, boundaries, no tools of knowing, am I talking to a guide? Am I talking to an angel? Am I talking to a loved one who's crossed over? Am I bumping into weird energy? When you have no understanding of that or practice of that, it can be uncomfortable. 
So if you're jumping into other realms, again, I don't necessarily know what the astral realm is. I'm sure if someone said, oh, here's what the astral realm is, I would understand. I think it's probably multi-definition statement, but jumping into working with spirit and not really working first, it can be scary because you don't know what's going on. And then you can get kind of bumping into some weird energy and then it could feel really horrible. Okay, good exciting watching live. Going to hop off so I can enjoy the entire fresh episode. Start to finish. Oh, thank you. Yes. Mimi from Texas. So when you're listening to this tomorrow, hi, Mimi from Texas. Thanks for listening in. Um, Good. So someone is asking me what I think about ghosts. Okay. So I did an entire podcast on ghosts, guys. Um, So there's a couple things and I'm just going with what my guides want me to touch on right now because obviously this is such a dynamic, um, big topic. But basically, um, first of all, I don't focus a lot on ghosts. When I was younger, um, I was obsessed with ghosts and the idea of hauntings and spirits and ghosts and just scared the ever loving shit out of myself. Um, And when I first really opened as a medium, I was absolutely terrified because I was just focusing on the ghost realm, which is like kind of the lowest earthly vibration energy, which, you know, it becomes what we feed it. So we feed a lot of fear and negativity to it, and then it kind of gets worse, right? So um, listen, there is imprints of energy and residual energy absolutely fucking everywhere, everywhere. Does that mean you focus on it? Does that mean you give your energy to it? Does that mean you're constantly like, who's there? What's there? Who's there? Oh my God, what do I feel? Uh, 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 right? You can freak yourself out and overdo it, which is what I did. So no judgment. So I think the idea with ghosts is when you feel different energy, you don't want to be bumping into ghosts. Seal up your energy. Ask that to move on, to go, that you have no energy for it. Um I have definitely, you know, over the past years felt, you know, people walking through my bedroom and I'm literally like, are you bleeping kidding me? I'm like, are you kidding me? Get the hell out of here. I literally just sat in my office for seven hours talking to spirit. Go make an appointment. Go get your human to make an appointment with me. You think I want you here walking through my bedroom? Get the hell out of here white light. I mean, you no harm. Get out. So that's how I am now when I bump into hauntings or ghosts. I'm literally like, are you joking me? I've devoted my life to you, bro. Come on. Get out of here. Go talk to your, go jump in your human's dreams, your human's dreams, not me. Tell them to, to, to call me, you know? Anyway, um, so that I'm, uh, you know, that's how I've felt. Um, but I'm not obsessed with ghosts. I'm not scared of ghosts. I don't believe in possession. Um, none of that is real, guys. None of that is real. Now, the other thing to remember is like, you know, time really has no beginning, middle or end. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So everything is kind of happening all at once. So have I gone in somewhere and been like, that's literally happening, like into historic sites and stuff. I'm like, I feel them. I see them. They're all here. 
You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily mean that they're haunting the place and that they didn't cross over. Does that make sense? It's like it's happening. It's an imprint of energy. There's many, many layers. We're only in one tiny sliver dimension. There's many other components to dimensions. Now, I have also seen ghosts that just stay for a minute or just a little while. So one time, let me tell you guys the story. You guys are going to like this. I mean, not like it. It's sad, but like this visual that you can understand ghost energy a little more. So I read for this woman and I saw her brother who got in a car accident and he got in a car accident and died on impact. And then I saw him get up from the car accident and start walking home. Like it was kind of like, oh my God, I wrecked my parents' car. Like he was a teenager. Oh my God. Oh, I wrecked my parents' car. I got to get home and tell, oh, I'm going to be in so much trouble. And he started walking home. And as he started walking home again, it was like maybe, you know, it wasn't like a long journey home. He was walking for like a minute. He saw his grandma who had died and was like, grandma. And she was like, come on, baby, you know, and she took him over to the other side. And when I gave her this reading, I saw that, I told her that, that he did start walking. And she was like, oh my God, because we found his phone and his keys down the street. So he kind of got up and walked and crossed over to Spirit and somehow left his keys and phone down the road where he had walked to. Isn't that wild? And then it's like, well, what about this? And what about that? And how do you move items? And there's so many questions that I don't know that I can answer. I don't know if anyone can, but that's what I saw. And she confirmed it. So for that moment, was that street mega haunted? I mean, yeah. I've also seen it happens a lot with instant death, like car accidents, like immediate deaths. Um, I saw this young girl. She was so sweet and she was so young and she was crossing a street. She got hit by a car. She was running home to go look after her little brother. She was young. How old was she, guys? 12-ish is what she looked like. Um, And she was running home. She got hit by a car. She died instantly and she got up and ran home. She was like, oh my God, my little brother. Oh my God, I'm so late. And she kind of went home and was wanting to take care of him and finally realized and had people come for her. So in those in that time, you know, it took her a while to process that she had crossed over. She had so much responsibility as a young spirit in this world. She didn't want to leave her brother alone. So for that time, was that house technically haunted? I mean, yes. But it's not like a thing that every single place we go to, you know, you're like, oh, it's so haunted. Oh, this is so haunted. But I mean, yeah, places in history definitely have that energy. Does this make sense? Are you guys feeling me? Okay, so so hold on, hold on, hold on. I have chills. Thank you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. A lot of healers experience psychic attacks. Oh, my God, that sounds so scary. I don't know what a psychic attack is, but I will look it up. Um, Thank you for confirming. Um, Question. When you meet someone with really great energy or is it deeply spiritual, what does spirit tell you? What kind of symbolism do you see? I don't fully understand that question, but I think what you're talking about is meeting someone with energy that you recognize. You have like a soul recognition in someone, which happens a lot, which is like a past life connection or a soul group connection. Um, The other thing I would say is don't, um, I'll give you an example. Ready for an example? Sometimes people will call me. Here's an example. Um, Erica. 
I am married, but I'm having an affair with a coworker. Is that a past life connection and I just can't help myself and it's totally fine and totally the right thing to do because it's a past life connection, right? So so the idea is to not use a soul recognition which removes you from your earthly experience, right? So when that person called me, her guides were really clear. Hey, listen, you have to go clean up this earthly experience before you can just go with someone else. Do you know what I mean? You can't bypass the path or the the soul's journey that you chose to come on because of past life connections. Does that make sense? So for an example, you wouldn't forgive someone who's done horrible things to you because, not forgive, you wouldn't say, you've done horrible things to me. That's okay. We can still be best friends. You know what I mean? Because we have a soul connection. You would forgive them and you would move on from them. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like, don't use past life feelings, soul recognition to just completely bypass uh, your life or maybe your real path with that person. Does that make sense? Good. Okay. I know you guys have been patient, but someone's saying, I've been so patient on here. Yes, you have. But my guides are talking about kind of big things. And you're saying, uh, will my manifestations come true soon enough, says Jeremy Owens. Jeremy, the, the idea is with manifestation is you have to back your manifestations with focus, drive, and hard work. And this is something, and I'm not saying you're not doing that, honey, but just remember, lay the foundation, lay all the groundwork. The manifestation is one component to getting what you want. So keep going. Um, good. Is everyone with me? Is everyone still here? Are you with me? Um, good. So you guys are saying a lot of this is confirming your thoughts. That's so great. I wonder how everyone listening to the podcast right now is doing. Um, good. Oops. Okay. Hold on. Bear with me, everybody. So now you guys are talking to each other. I love it. This is great. You know, it's funny. I did, um, I have an extensive course on spirit guides. So right now up on my website, I have a workshop. And if you guys are interested in your spirit guides, get on my website, take that workshop. It's uh, two, three hours, I think. It's it's a workshop. You Once you buy it, you own it, you can take your time doing it. Um, it was a lot of fun and people had amazing um, things come out of it. But I used to teach a really long spirit guide workshop and... Oh, no, I lost my train of thought. It's going to come back to me. Mm. Mm -hmm. My guides were like, don't tell that story. It's no good. I forget what I was talking about, but it was something about working with spirit guides. It's going to come back to me and it's going to be really good. And you guys are going to be like, see, this is live. It's okay. Um, good. Awesome. So a lot of people um, also wrote in earlier. God, why did I bring up that thing? It's so weird. Um. Oh, I know why I brought it up. Here we go. So when I did that course, it's not on my website right now. It's like a five-week course. It's super meaty. It's an awesome course. I'm going to definitely um, reinstate it, but I want to update it in some ways. But I had a private Facebook group for that course. And so it was so cool to go on that private Facebook group and see people going through the same things, spiritual people, spiritual seekers, and really connecting with each other through that Facebook group. Isn't that cool? Um, so I have to have more private groups like that, just really, you know, like you guys, you know, spiritual seekers that are wanting to to connect with each other. Um, it's really nice when you're on a spiritual journey to have spiritual friends or have friends that are possibly going through the same thing and kind of on that level, right? So a lot of people call me and they're like, I feel so isolated. I feel so alone. I'm on this spiritual seeking path 
And I feel like uh, people think I'm taking crazy pills and that I act so weird and I talk about weird stuff. And, you know, everyone processes and everyone grows spiritually in their own time. And that's okay. But sometimes it's nice to have that support. And that's what I love about this community. I mean, even the podcast community, it's like the things you guys write me, the things you guys say, like, it's a really positive space and a place where anyone with any spiritual level, any spiritual path, any spiritual beliefs can feel comfortable and safe. So I love that. And um, I'm going to do more private, private groups. Okay, here we go. Are you getting messages from loved ones on the feed or only when it's scheduled? So here's the deal. Um, I think there's so many visuals I can give you about what it is that I do. And one of the visuals I can give you is think of doors. So right now I have an open door working with my guides and my guides are hitting on certain questions. They hit on certain questions that you guys wrote me earlier. They're hitting on certain questions that I'm reading in this live. And they're drawing me with almost like a green light around these questions because they can say something through me that will help not only the people on this live, but the people that are going to watch the live in days, weeks, months to come, and also the people on the podcast. So my guides are the one hitting on the questions. So if my guide wants to hit on a question about a specific loved one, they will, that door will open and we'll go that route. Does that make sense? Good. Um, Okay, so someone's talking about Claire's, like clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentient, all those Claire's. And I just, <laughs> I had someone on my podcast, I think it was last, no, last week I did a repost, um, the week before last, I had someone on and she talks a lot about the Claire's. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what the Claire's stand for. She was like, wait, what? You don't? I'm like, no, I I don't know. Claire this, Claire that. I've never looked into it and I never, I mean, I know I'm clairvoyant, right? I know I'm all the Claire's when she explained them to me, but I've, I don't, you know, just like someone was asking about the astral realm, I'm like, I don't know what, what exactly is that, right? And so I never really got too deep into studying uh, the definition behind each Claire. As weird as that sounds, I know she thought I was so weird, but I haven't. So um, I would say, listen to that podcast with her, um, Zoe Greco. And she will go in and talk about each of the Claire's in detail. And what's cool is you can go in and listen to that podcast. I'm getting warm. Listen to that podcast. And then you'll see what resonates with you. Like, oh my gosh, yes, that's me. I am clairvoyant or wow, I'm an empath or whatever it may be. She describes it very well. So you guys can listen to that. So someone said, I am curious. Do you know if it matters when a person is cremated, buried, or mummified? Oh, mummified. If so, why does it matter? So it matters to those that are still living. Does that make sense? It is your own beliefs, your own belief system. It matters how you connect with them. It's your own belief system. So if you're someone who's, you know, devastated, if someone's cremated, that's going to affect you, right? But not as much those that have crossed over because their soul goes, they're not as attached to exactly what happens to um, their body temple. Get it? Love this live. Thank you so much. This is a live podcast. Welcome for anyone joining. Um, this podcast will be on tomorrow morning. Today's Monday, right? Yes. Tomorrow morning, I'm doing an uh, Instagram live as well as a live podcast. So you guys can listen to the entire thing either here on Instagram, which I will post, 
or you can go check out my podcast and listen to the whole thing. Um, good. Okay. Someone's asking um, about their partner and my partner and I are headed in different ways, spiritually, vibrationally. Do I wait for him to up level? How can I help him? Okay. So I will just say this to you, my friend, Juniper Functional Medicine. You cannot force a flower to open or else it dies, right? If you try and like take petals, think of a rose that's closed and you're trying to like open the petals, you're going to smush them and then the flower will die. You cannot do that for someone else. People grow and develop at their own pace. It's just how it is. Have you ever, okay, maybe not, but bear with me. Have you ever like had someone be like, oh my gosh, you have to read this book or oh my gosh, you have to listen to this music. It is the best. It is the best. So when people do that to me, I'm like, okay, in my own time, I'm I'm reading something else right now or I'm listening to other stuff right now. Maybe that's just me. Are you guys like that too? I'm like, I have to get to that when I can. So it's kind of like when you have developed your own spirituality and you're like, hey, you need to do this thing that I'm just on fire about. It's amazing. I feel so good. It's like if they're not there, it's like they won't align with it. And then they'll just think it's kind of annoying or condescending or whatever it may be. So, you know, you can support someone and say like, hey, if you want to know what I'm reading, here it is or whatever it may be, but you cannot force it. The other thing is, is that if you want someone to understand where you are, don't force it on them. Just shine it. Shine it. It's like if you want your kids to have a good relationship with other people when they grow up, it's like then show them a good relationship. You know what I mean? It's like shine it within yourself. If you're doing something that is changing you and making you feel great, then just shine that. Don't force it on them. They will be able to see. They will see it. And side note, Juniper Functional Medicine, I am not insinuating that you are forcing or pushing or being pushy or anything like that. I'm using kind of extreme examples to make the point of, you know, you cannot drag someone along on their spiritual path. I really hope that came across. I know it's so hard not knowing what to do in a relationship. I love you and I love you all on here, just so you know. So none of these things are meant to make you feel bad or anything, quite the opposite. These answers are here to guide you, assist you, and for spirit to give you some other ideas that may help you. And I hope that's coming across. And I hope it comes across how much the intention is in these to, to serve in a positive way. I really hope, I hope that works. I hope that makes sense. So I'm going to go down and look for a few questions. Um, good. Lots of new people joining. Hi, guys. Welcome, welcome. Uh, love your sweatshirt. Oh, thank you. It is, it's a sweater and it's Tori Birch. Um, okay. So I'm just reading some questions. You guys are liking the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, oh yeah. Okay. So how do you move past being stuck with meditating? I really struggle with it. So this may surprise you. And here's what my guides are saying. Stop. Just stop for now. Do something else. Isn't that weird? <laughs> They're like, if it's not vibing for you, go for a walk, go for a walk, do stretches, do yoga. So if you feel stuck with one thing, there is resistance there, right? There's a resistance. I'm stuck. I'm bumping up against this. I can't move through this. I'm stuck. There's tension there. So choose a path that's least resistant. I'm going to take my meditation practice and instead 
I'm going to listen to a visualization on someone else's podcast. Instead, I'm going to go for a walk and get some fresh air. Instead, whatever amount of time I'm meditating, I'm going to cut that in half. And when I'm meditating, since I'm feeling, quote, stuck, I am just going to have a visualization. And what I'm going to visualize is a rose and a candle. And I'm going to picture holding the rose in one hand and holding the candle in the other. And with my eyes closed, I'm going to imagine myself smelling the flower and blowing the candle out. And I'm just going to use this meditation opportunity to take some deep breaths. Just kind of, you're, you're bumping into a wall, but the wall is an illusion. You can move around it. You can dig under it. You can jump over it. Just work with some other tools right now and then go back to it. Meditation, give yourself grace, give yourself ease, forgiveness, and don't create that tension with it. I hope that makes sense. Does that serve you? Okay, cool. Um, what are some ways to help when you feel discouraged and disconnected with your spiritual side? Oh my gosh, totally. Listen, I mean, that's such a dynamic question, right? It depends on why you're feeling disconnected. It depends on why you're feeling discouraged. But one thing that my guides are bringing up, and I think this may help a lot of you, is when you're feeling that stuck, you may not see it, but you may have kind of caught your caught your load for the time being, right? So maybe your cup runneth over. You've been doing spiritual work, spiritual things, learning new spiritual stuff, and it's like a sponge that is oversaturated. You may need a minute just to digest. You know, working with spirit and spirituality is not supposed to be this harsh thing on your to-do list. It's a get-to list. Like, I get to do this. This is great. If it's turning into a to-do list, like, oh, I have to be spiritual today. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, just give yourself a minute. You know, your soul and your energy is multifaceted, multidimensional. Um, so you're a multidimensional, multifaceted spiritual being. When you hear a spiritual message, there may be many levels of your soul that is processing that message, your higher self. Uh, there, you know, there's all kinds of levels that you're processing. And if you feel like, wow, I just, oh, I don't even know. I feel disconnected. Then listen to that. Your soul may be saying, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just need to like breathe and like, you know, I don't know. Watch the watch some show and just chill out or go for a walk or just focus on something else right now. You know, the other thing is, too, it's like, you know, for me with spiritual growth is like sometimes earth things happen or Erica's life things happen. And those are my greatest teachers. When something happened, I had a really just horrible experience last year with a horrific business decision that I made. I smile because now it's OK. And I mean, it happened, but I'm pro I've processed it. So that's why I'm smiling. But um, I made a horrible business decision. and. Um, you know, I needed a minute and I learned so much from that on a spiritual level deeply that I, I see why that went down. I see why that happened. Does that make sense? Good. Awesome. All right, guys. So this is usually when I end my podcast. 
I feel like I could answer more questions. I could hang out on a live with you guys for like another two hours. Um, so I always get shocked when I looked at the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, this is over? I can't believe it. I miss you guys already. Um, so I just want to thank you so incredibly much for hopping on this live with me, connecting with me for your thoughtful, beautiful questions for the positivity of not only the online Instagram community, but also the podcast community. This We have kept it so real on here and so positive and so supportive and so loving. And that is an incredible feeling and vibration. You know, we're all on here kind of connecting with spiritual energy, connecting with positive energy uh, through these different platforms. That energy, that positive vibration that we're pulling together, that does affect the collective consciousness. That does affect the whole, right? We're creating bright energy here, connecting with each other. And that's a powerful thing. And I really thank each and every one of you. And I just send each and every one of you so many blessings. You'd be surprised how much I think about you guys, podcast people, Instagram people, crossover people, right? I think about you guys so much. I love you all. Um, and, you know, just remember, this is a process. Spirituality is a process. Spiritual growth is a process. Spiritual understanding is a process. So take your time. Be gracious and kind to yourself. I love you. God bless you. And if you think of nothing else today or you get nothing else from this today, please know deep in your soul, deep in your spirit that you are not alone. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. <laughs>